And so to do this, we're going to be looking again at Hebrews chapter 4, verses 12 through 14, where it says, Indeed, the word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing until it divides soul from spirit, joints from marrow, It is able to judge the thoughts and intentions of the heart. And before him no creature is hidden, but all are naked and laid bare to the eyes of the one to whom we must render an account. Since then we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens. Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast to our confession. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. So today we're talking about the Bible. But before we get to the Bible, I want to talk about this. Anyone want to call out what this is? Come on. Ears. Where do you get this? Disney World. So I have friends who are obsessed with Disney World. I mean, people who go at least once a year, it's a thing. Some of them go with or without their kids because they love it so much. All right, raise your hands if you have gone to Disney World. All right, it's, it's kind of a magical place, right? You go to Disney World and you step into any of their parks, and you are transformed, or not transformed, trans, transported, thank you, Al, transported into another world, right? You're transported into movies. You get to see all these characters come to life. It's, it's an experience. One of my friends is at Disney World this weekend, and two of my other friends are going in a few months and taking their kids, and they're all excited about the Star Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. I mean, they are like, one of my friends, I mean, he spent time like picking out his outfit, like because he was going to dress in costume for this. My other friends, they're getting like these custom t-shirts for them and their kids because they are excited to step into Star Wars Galaxy Edge. Has anyone here been to that one? Or have you seen the Disney Plus special? I actually watched that last night after I heard about my friend who's there this weekend talking about it. And it's its own world. Like it's Disney on steroids in terms of you you step into Dar- Disney Star Wars Galaxy Edge. It's too many words. You step into it, and you're in a whole nother planet. And every person who works in this theme park has a backstory. All of them have families or they're there working off a debt to someone else. They're all connected. And as you're going around Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, 
these characters will come up to you, either Ray Skywalker or Kylo Ren or other people, and you get to be a part of their journey that day. You can be invited to help them go on a mission in the park that day. You can transform your cell phone into what's called a data pad and help decode transmissions. I've never seen adults so excited about anything in my life. I mean, it's the hours that they talked about picking out their outfits or creating a custom phone case for their cell phone to be a data pad for that one day. People who rewatch the movies and prepare themselves to choose are they going to fight with the resistance or are they going to be a member of the, the First Order? Thank you. So I'll just say First World. First Order. You actually get to pick your side. You step into this theme park and you're stepping into this story. I mean, it's completely immersive. The food, drinks, everything sold there transports you to this other place. It's all yours for the price of like $110 a day per person. <laughs> Let's think about another story that we transport ourselves into. College sports. Everyone has their team. For the most part, you grow up rooting for a team. My family, we grew up rooting for the Tennessee Volunteers. I know it's kind of sad right now. Everyone has their team. And when you grow up and you root for this team, what do you do? You learn the chants. You learn the songs if you go to a game, you know what color to wear and everyone's wearing the same color. You go there and you're part of this larger story that goes back to when the school began and people can, get, can quote you statistics from games that happened 60 years ago. Again, it's... It's this thing that when you think about it, you step into this story that is larger than you, that connects you with fans you may have never met and may never meet again, but because you have this one thing in common, it bonds you. And you're a part of this experience together. You're part of this story together. How often do we look at the Bible as a story that we step into like that? How often do we think about the Bible as something that, that dictates our money? I mean, it's a whole lot cheaper than $110 a day per person. I don't know how much college football games are or basketball games. I mean, just think about it for, for Disney or for sports 
or for anything else that we love. Think about how much money we pour into these things. Think about how it dictates sometimes what we wear or what we learn or who we're friends with or how we spend our time stepping into and being a part of these stories. But God's word... God's word is this story that is so much bigger and so much, much more powerful than Disney, Star Wars, Galaxy Edge, or any college sport or anything else. It's this story that we get to step into. This passage from Hebrews talks about how the word of God is living and active. That these aren't just words on a page. Yes, they're, they're a guide, as Kate was talking about. They, as scripture says, they light our path forward. They help us figure out how to live. But they aren't just words on a page. They're living, they're active, they, they tell us this story that we as Christians get to step into. That the God who created everything, what we can see and what we can't ever see, what we can never glimpse. I mean, just look at some of the pictures of, of galaxies. And realize that there's so much more. That the God who created all of this is a God who wants a relationship with each and every one of us. That the God who was faithful to Naomi when she lost her husband and her sons and wanted to change her name to Mara, meaning bitter, because she felt that God had forgotten her had abandoned her, that the same God who was faithful to Naomi through her daughter-in-law, Ruth, the same God who came to earth and called Zacchaeus out of a tree, out of his shame, out of his isolation from his fellow Jews because he had chosen to become a tax collector. The same God generations later, when Cory ten Boom, who she and her family had hid Jews from the Nazis, and she lost most of her family in a concentration camp when they were found out, and Cory ten Boom later went around preaching the gospel about God's grace and mercy, and when she was confronted with a, a soldier from one of those concentration camps thanking her for her message on God's grace, Available to him. The same God who gave her the power to shake his hand. This God who is living and active and continues to work in this world is the God who invites us to step into his story and every day know his closeness and his presence. And know the truth that he wants to work in and through us. That God's word is living. 
is happening here and now, and every day we get to, to see and be aware of his story, of his activity, to look at the sunset and see the, the hand of God, the beauty, to feel a hug from someone at just the right time, and to know that God has placed them in our life. Sometimes it's just tasting some chocolate or coffee and in that goodness realizing that God even made this for us to enjoy. God is all around us for us to just open our eyes and acknowledge his presence and his goodness and his activity in our lives. To realize that we are part of God's story, God's activity right now. Like Aunt said, that our praise echoes into eternity. That our praise and worship this morning echoes into eternity and is joined with all others worshiping God's holy name. That what we do matters. It also says that God's word is like a, a two-edged sword piercing us. That if we truly believe that God's word is this invitation to be a part of, that it has the authority to to help us figure out how we're actually supposed to live. And I don't know about you, but sometimes I felt that double-edged sword piercing me when I read some passages in Scripture. Because it's living and active, and it, it's there to help dictate to us how we're supposed to live. And sometimes it's not just about dealing with like what we would call the overarching sin. Sometimes it's about, okay, I don't need to watch that movie tonight or just that TV show. Maybe I need to, to read the Bible or maybe I need to reach out to a friend. Or, or maybe I just need to go sit in God's creation and, and acknowledge. Acknowledge his handiwork. That maybe it, it pierces us when it reminds us of how we should be spending our time or our money or our resources or our love. I mean, God's word is overwhelming sometimes. It's also this, this home. It's this... This collection of letters and stories inviting us to, to realize its truth still today. And, and to know that, that we get to be a part of it. That we get to know the, 
the truth of what it means to say that the word of God is living and active. And that it will pierce us. The Bible is The Bible is powerful. But the only way that we can know its power, the only way we can know the truth of its activity, of its piercing, piercing for our growth, for our good, is to create these pauses in our days. These pauses where we sit in the word of God and we allow it to sometimes give us the peace that we need. Like these tags, it is the Lord who goes before you. He will be with you. He will not leave you. He will not forsake you. Do not fear or be dismayed. Or Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. The word of God is there to give us the peace that we need. It's there to, to form us and to make us and to, to give us courage. To give us that guidance. To give us that hope. that we don't just know the God who created all things, but we have been claimed by this God. But it's up to us to choose to step into this story just as much and hopefully even more than we step into all the other stories that we're invited to regularly be a part of. All the other stories we're invited to throw our money and our time and our love at. God's word is there, waiting for us to just pause and to sit and to see, to know God is present with us in that moment. So this week and every day, may we find a time to pause and to sit with the story that we each get to be a part of, of God's activity and truth throughout time. Let us pray.